I want to say thank y'all for tuning in to the six three Gemini. Oh yeah, you can find me on Christian Mingle. You can find me on Tinder, the six three Gemini. It's like now I'm playing. I don't know how y'all day feeling, but if you feeling some type of way because the weather kind of crappy, wherever you maybe laying your head at, or wherever you be maybe waking up this morning going to work for one, I want you to go look in the mirror and I want you to play this song. I want you to turn this intro up. I'm gonna bring it back like two or three times like your favorite DJ do. Now, ladies, I listen, like I said, because I know it's 90% of y'all out of the thousands of y'all that's listening. I, I know you feeling some type of way. You want to get in that mirror, go do, get your makeup on. I want you to, if you ain't got to go to work today, fuck that. I want you to get up in that motherfucking mirror and grab that motherfucking palette. I want you to get in this motherfucking mirror and play this motherfucking jam one time. That was like the old head say, like your mommy and daddy play. Play my jam. I want you to feel like a bad bitch. It's Tuesday. And if you're listening to it on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I don't give a fuck what day of the week you cut this motherfucking app on. But today, you're going to motherfucking smile a little bit because you is a bad bitch and i keep telling you fellas sometimes you got to tune into some of these bad daddy songs make yourself fellas there's nothing wrong i'm gonna give you a pause no homo no uncle clifford sometimes it's okay to feel like a bad bitch because you got a motherfucking know that you somebody too so everybody with me i want y'all to turn this motherfucker up just one more time and i want you to tell yourself ride with me baby you perfect slide with me baby you perfect if you're a first time listener guess what i don't have no motherfucking rhythm but guess what i'm gonna tell you bitch you look perfect you look good today that little ass fupa we don't give a fuck i love you too baby Hey, how you doing? Okay, October. We're a couple of weeks into October right now. And matter of fact, I want to make sure y'all go register to vote. If you, uh, But it's probably already over. You already should have been registered. So you need to get that early ballot in or you need to get a way to be in that goddamn long line. I don't care. But we got to get old boy about it. In. Like I said, you listening to the number one podcast in the universe. And I am your host today. 6-3 Gemini. That's what I'm going to call myself. I'm a little toxic, but I do want to cry sometimes. You hear me? That's the Gemini in me. The Gemini in me is a toxic man and then sometimes i just want to cut some bad bitch shit on and i want to motherfucking tell myself i look good too so like i said tell yourself today look in that fucking mirror and say you look good let's play a little game and then we're gonna get into some of these motherfucking topics and i just want like i said thank y'all for listening and again i'm gonna wait 40 minutes since lebron was this is fourth ring i'm gonna wait until minute 40 and then we're gonna give lebron his praise for being the greatest of all time you feel me but ladies i'm gonna get to y'all first i'm gonna i'm gonna get the little thing situation wet it wet you hear me let's play this game first though best love story of all times i'm gonna take my time with this a loving basketball b love jones c jason's lyric d the bronx tale let me give y'all a moment of transparency with me Two movies I've never seen on this fucking thing. Maybe three. I've never seen. I have seen Love Jones. Is hold on. Is Love Jones the one where um what's the nigga from Power and Neil Long? That's even I I know that's either Love Jones or Jason Lurie. I don't know. One so one of them I haven't seen. I don't know which one is which. And this is fucking horrible. And I know for a fact I never seen Bronx Tales. So forgive me. I know somebody gonna tell me whatever one I'm I didn't see. I'm gonna say this this Baptist church one for last. All right, what's your what's your favorite brand of velour sweatsuit to wear? A Sean John, B Rockaway, C Fat Farm, D Baby Fat. Show your age right now. Tell text your text your text your homegirls and ask them that same question. I'm gonna repeat that one time for y'all. So you can really show your age to your friends in your group chat or or your if you back in the office. 
pull pull a couple of your your, your employee your your fucking co-workers into the fucking thing and let them get some of this greatness this come coming your way what is your favorite brand of velour sweatsuits to wear a sean john b rockaway c fat farm d baby fat i ain't gonna judge you so you ain't gotta tell me but your mama already judged you What's your mama's? This your mama's favorite line. For stop running out of the house before you let my blank out. For you hurt yourself, A. B, let her fly in. C, break my screen door. Or D, let my good air out. And if your mother's a little ghetto, she said, before you let my damn air out. Who in your family is most liable to carry a flip phone or wear Bluetooth? No disrespect, somebody, somebody African boyfriend, be your dad, see your uncle, D, your drug dealing cousin. The last but not least, how long does a Baptist church service last? Two hours, of course, if you go to the early service. B, four hours. If your pastor really running up the bag, two of them services are probably going to be about four. See all day if it's only 50 y'all to go to that church. And D, whenever the pastor say so. It all probably answers go by the size of your church and the size of the congregation. I'm almost 100% positive A for every church if you go to the very first service. Then the rest of them is debatable on the size of the congregation. And with that being said, let's can we get into October a little bit? Because I do feel like October is super overrated and low-key when it's time to get lonely and you feel some type of way. And this is just me being honest. And this is why I try to keep my days super long so I can keep my mind from going in those places. But for some reason, my weekend kind of went by fast, so I was in the house a little bit earlier. And when it started to get a little cooler, when definitely yesterday when it started to rain, and I'm sure it's probably raining everywhere on the East Coast right now because of whatever um, hurricane coming up from wherever, I'm, I'm not knowledgeable on that one. But I do know it's one. I can't remember the name, but it's coming up. And so everywhere on the East Coast probably catching on this Tuesday, Monday, whatever, started raining Sunday. Anyway, you start to kind of be looking at your shit like, hmm. Ah, is it going to be your long winter? Do you want to go through your phone or do you want to answer that DM being thirsty? And it's not being thirsty if they in your DM. But you do feel sometimes you questioned, should you respond to those DMs? I didn't. But I know it's a lot of y'all listening. Some of y'all may have. And especially, and I can play this off on, the little snowflake thing was going around. Niggas was trying to do the little Quavo challenge drop a snowflake in there so i'm sure a lot of you beautiful women got a couple of snowflakes in your dm or snowflakes under the comment i don't play those type of games but i'm sure y'all was on the receiving end of some of those so with that being said like i said october is a little bit different because november you got thanksgiving to look forward to a lot of us you probably you starting to pick out your outfit you're trying to figure out what you're cooking when november started to come people really started getting the mood of thanksgiving so your mind can easily forget about how lonely you get because you just already just thinking about how you're gonna crush the food on thanksgiving December is Christmas time. If you got kids, you're probably not concerned with being lonely because you're worrying about getting your kids together for Christmas. And then we got New Year's Eve. So if and if you're really a party goer and you got kids, you those that shit can kind of consume your time. So October, 
unless you are one of those people where Halloween is your shit and you really like to put on your best that shit for Halloween. And I ain't judging you if that's what you do. I wish I, I need to figure out something to do so I, so my mind don't go to those when it get cold outside and you kind of got to turn the porn hub a little, on a little too many, one too many times for my own liking. Like I felt kind of, I felt like I disrespected myself how much I was banging on the porn hub this weekend. It got disrespectful. I ain't gonna throw no numbers out there, but it was a bit disturbing. So if you feel my pain and I'm sure some of y'all to do, October can make it kind of like, yeah, I'm cool. I won't bust out my good hoodie. But at the same time, it's like, hmm. Y'all tell me if you feel like, do you get more lonelier during October or February when it's closer to fucking Valentine's and you ain't got no situation? Because October is the beginning of cuffing season. So you may not feel no type of way. I'm sure by Valentine's Day, that's when the, the ball game played. But I got a question for y'all. What if your friend, your girlfriend, or your homeboy or whatever, got a new boo and it's a rumor that they may have an STD? Now, would you tell them you're not you're not 100 percent positive that this person has an STD, but you heard damn near from a source that is way too good for this not to be true. Would you tell your friend? Off, and this is and this is one of those they just they may just be keep bumping across this person. They may just exchange numbers. So they trying to do, you know, like the little hoe check. They send a picture. Oh, what's up with her? Y'all, anybody in the room know her? That's for the, for the ladies. That's how the dudes do it. I'm sure y'all do the same thing. So let's say it's three of y'all. Oh, let's say it's five of y'all in the group chat, right? Three of y'all have heard this rumor about this person. Would you tell your friend like, mm, or would you keep it to yourself? Because you may be like, your, your friend may be a slow walker. Like, they don't really move. They don't jump their gun too fast. They slow. They take shit a little bit slow. So they don't jump out there and have sex real fast. So you don't want to kind of even rush the gun and really tell them because it's like, it, it may it may take a minute. Your friend may be a slow walker. It may take them normally three months to have sex with a new partner. So should you jump out there, excuse me, and tell them early? Or do you kind of just let it, let it wait a little bit? Maybe when he asks again, or if they don't ask again, uh, maybe two months, then you say something? Or do you say something off the rip as soon as they send a picture? Me personally, I don't, because I'm not 100% positive that person has it, I don't kind of want to say nothing. Like, I kind of want to leave it in the air where it's like, I ain't going, nah, because what if she don't got it? And what if, and just me personally, even this nigga probably not going to get no pussy anyway. So I'm not about to sit here and put this girl business out there and motherfucking this nigga wasn't going to fuck anyway. Y'all tell me if I'm wrong or would you do the same thing or is it valid? Because you don't want to kind of help spread a fuck the rumor and a motherfucker really don't. What if the girl really don't got it? But at the same time, what if it's something that may be not curable? Do you, you don't want, do you really want to play with your friend life like that? You want to kind of look out for the cookout or you kind of just like they grown, let them do them. Let, let me know how y'all feel on that one. That, that was, that's a, a, a situation that was kind of floating around a little bit and we was having that conversation. I want matter of fact, I'm before before I get into this um this next situation with y'all, I wanna fucking I wanna play this song a little bit. I, and and I got my ask y'all a question after listening to it. So I, I'm gonna tell you, matter of fact, I'm gonna ask you the question, and I'm gonna play a snippet of this song, and I'm gonna tell you how it started the conversation. First, I wanna ask y'all, would you be okay? Or should you be okay with sending 
a old joint may or x it don't even matter old little situation piece or x and y'all maybe used to share music right and let's say it was an artist i'm talking about it was and the artist may used to be a fire at that time when y'all was sharing music and then they just randomly let's let's use i'm not gonna use bryson Tiller. i'm gonna use the person but we can use bryson tiller but say so that been five years ago bryson tiller ain't put shit out fire for five years right so then he put out his new project not saying the new bryson tiller is fire i'm definitely not saying that but let's just say if it was fire would you share it with your ex so let's say y'all stopped talking five years ago after that bryson tiller's trap soul came out right would you feel comfortable sending them like Oh, this new tiller. You heard that, Joe? Like, or oh, that's or oh, that's uh that's going too far. And let's say you know for a fact they have a new situation. And for me, the reason why I say that, I'm listening to Sorry the Kid. I can't even really remember who hit me to this Sorry the Kid, but it just he got a song called fucking uh what the fuck is this whole album called? Uh give me two seconds. Oh, it's called Toxic Heartbreak. I may even name this fucking episode that I'm not sure yet. But this shit cranked so hard and it and it really triggered some of my bones. I kind of was like, damn, would I be toxic if I send this to somebody that I haven't talked to in God knows how long? But this shit really cranked. I feel like they will appreciate this music. I want to just give y'all a little snippet of how he was coming on this jump. Now see, I, I, I'm like I said, listening to this shit. It that is some real. It's some. I'm not. I, I hate using the word toxic, but that is some real toxic nigga behavior. That thing of. I'm I'm one of those niggas like you really fuck with the bitch and this is when like for ladies when you really got some good pussy and you probably even let a nigga hit raw he may stalk your shit a little bit more and be like bitch you always got a new nigga why you can't settle down like he's saying this he's not gonna say this to you but this is what he's saying when he thinks about this shit so when I'm hearing this nigga I'm like oh this nigga really talking that shit because I feel him like bitch when you gonna settle down and 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 even and let's even be real. I know everybody listening has felt that way about somebody you have dealt with and and you it kind of made an end on terrible terms it ended on hmm, okay terms y'all don't hate each other and y'all probably watch each other insta story from time to time some of y'all may watch it every day but i ain't gonna judge you so you kind of look and be like, damn, you got somebody new or every situation. You keep posting it, it. Like, bitch, what's up? You could have just settled down with me. We could have been a long way from here from now. So with that being said, I'm going to hip y'all to some, to me, I feel like, and I normally don't do the music shit this early, but this Sorry the Kid album, uh, Toxic Heartbreak, I'm talking, I ain't going to sit here and say flawless from beginning to end because I ain't get all the way to the end. That's how fucking good it is. I keep listening back to different songs, but I really fuck with this nigga new project like that shit is fire and i just wanted again that made me go to is it okay to send music to somebody that it may make you think about even if y'all haven't talked in five years and you know they may have a new significant other or even let's let's speed it up a little bit would it be okay if they if y'all used to talk let's say a couple months ago let's say y'all was fucking doing sometime during the pandemic but y'all haven't spoken in a while and you know for a fact for y'all i don't 
you've seen the nigga out since it been off and he, you could tell like you know how everybody be trying to do the sneaky links and don't fake like they don't really want to post situations because you don't want to play yourself fresh out of the quarantine like you don't want to fucking you don't want to mass off these people's off this early like it's too early to really just be like oh hey i'm in a situation and we just getting out of pandemic you want to kind of really figure shit out you that type of situation going on would you send them a song a new trey songs trey songs got a new album out that may make y'all feel some type of way about an old situation. Did you want to send that? Or maybe you might have liked the new Bryson. Did you send that to somebody? Is it too soon? Is it too early? Let me know. If you DM me, text me, let me know something. Let me know how y'all really feel about sending some uh, old work, new music. And it's been a while. And you know for a fact they're in a new situation. Is it okay to kind of like ponder with that? Let, let me know how y'all feel. I, I Like, I really want to... What's another song that I kind of really fuck with off there? I know you ain't supposed to play too much music like that, but I just kind of really, the, the weather fucked up. I want to set the tone a little bit. I don't want to make y'all moody. I don't want to make, but let's, 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 let's listen to a little bit of toxicity in this motherfucker. Yeah, make shit clear. I'm never capping. You know what I'm saying? No capping my rep. I be on all the bullshit. I'm on whatever time you on. You dig what I'm saying? Like I said, you, you, you stingy. You don't be trying to shit a dick. You know what I'm saying? When I slid off of that motherfucker, that's just what I did. She gon' let a nigga know That she a hood, baby She ain't back and forth and with them hoes I was your boy, baby And she keep a blunt she can't find a lighter She gon' light it on the kitchen stove Yeah, yo, ayy She got the keys to a nigga's soul Yo, all of her friends with a smoke Yo, none of her kids got the same None of her kids got the same daddy But it's cool That's Cap, cause that shit ain't cool but just to let y'all, I just wanted to give y'all a little feel of the vibe. It's, it's that season to me. It's that season where when you're feeling toxic and you're feeling lonely, women, I, I, I see y'all game, y'all really oversharing the meme page. And I'm not going to lie. As a man, it's triggering. And I'm in group chats and I and I speak to other men. It's triggering a lot of niggas. And y'all think it's funny and it's he, he kicked the bobo. Y'all may want to relax on that shit. Because I'm telling you, this is what I'm telling you. Guess what's not going to keep get you a gift for Christmas or for Valentine's Day? Don't play yourself because Valentine's Day is less than five months away. Christmas is three months away. Don't play yourself. Keep sharing these fucking mean pages because I'm telling you, niggas is going to kind they going to put pump the brakes on it. Niggas see it. Niggas, some niggas may even be, they're they going to play cool with y'all. They're going to laugh and he, 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 he's laughing. He's sending that little laugh, a fucking emoji to kind of just like fake like he with the shit. Yeah, he's not. I'm telling you, if ladies, if you post any of these toxic ass memes on your Insta story and a nigga laugh, I promise you, he's not laughing with you. He's laughing at you. It's noted that I'm not taking you serious. Cut the fucking jokes. You're fucking wilding. Because what, what are you trying What tell me when you're posting that? What what do you get out of that? And that shit ain't that fucking relatable. I see it. It ain't that relatable. You posting it. You reposting this shit three times a fucking day. Like. All right, my nigga, relax. It you you ain't it's not doing it like that. Y'all be wanting them for this shit to be giving y'all something that it ain't fucking giving. Y'all forcing that shit. I'm not even gonna hold you. But we, let, let's let's go let's go somewhere else in this direction. What else did I say? Let's see. The, I got a better question for y'all. Could you put your pride to the side? If you could put your pride to the side, is there an ex or old situation? that you would reach out to to fix it. And that kind of plays back into the sending on the song. Because don't get me wrong, like I said, if it doesn't end on horrible terms, 
And for me, I like I have a pride issue. I'm not a double texter. I'm not about to double text you. So some situations, if if the woman has pride, just like I got pride, it'll go fucking dead off of just not because nobody wants to double text you. Don't want to look corny. Or if a person starts moving a little funny and you kind of don't really want to be like, you don't want to overstep like everything cool. Are we cool type of situation? And you peep them moving not as accordingly how they were. So you let your pride kind of get to the to the to the best of that situation and that situation ended. It, like I said, it didn't end on horrible times. It just ended because the because of the pride shit. Or because you seen them like maybe for niggas, you felt some type of way because she was posting some other shit or she never claimed you or women. The nigga never want to claim you in public. So you just kind of fell back on them. Like, I feel like this nigga playing me 50. Those prideful situations. If you can put them to the side, is there a X that comes straight to your head when I said that or a situation that comes straight to your head and be like, hmm, would I get a shit a second chance? And it's fucked up if you're in a relationship. And when I just said that, you immediately thought of somebody else. You are, you are slime ball. You are slime ball. So for, and I, and I want to keep putting this home to women. A lot of y'all are slime. It's cool. Y'all might as well do the slat and all that other shit. A lot of y'all are slime season. I'm sure y'all love 21 Savage too. So with that being said, it's like, do you have a, um, do you have one? What's, what's the prideful shit that you can kind of be like, it wasn't that deep. Or even better, if you find yourself watching it page a little too much, do you feel like that's a prideful situation where you probably should reach out? If you're watching somebody Insta story every day and y'all have had sex before, you may want to put your pride to the side and be like, man, what's up, Mo? I, I keep, you see, I know you see me here because let's be real. None of us are having sex with motherfuckers who have got millions over 100,000 followers. So your Instagram Insta story ain't that fucking lit. Maybe the max some motherfuckers listening may get 1,500 motherfuckers who view this shit. Let's just say that. On a good day, you really show shake the little bit of ass you may hit 2500 but out of that 2500 let's be real motherfuckers have you have your picks when you look to see oh did this person watch my shit today yeah listen to me i don't make this shit up i i move around enough i see enough i know that this is how motherfuckers really live so with that being said should you sit here and be like just think about it it's, you made it through a pandemic it's three months left 2020 already been a shit show what do you really kind of got to lose? Should you shoot your shot? Should you put your pride to the side? Or should you just say, fuck it? I'm going to just thug it the rest of the year and I'm going to go solo dolo. And there's nothing wrong with if that's how you want to. If you want to sit here and chase your dreams and goals and your ambition and you really just want to lock in on you, cool, do that too. But again, I am an advocate of sometimes don't let your pride in some cool shit that you may have had going on. Because a lot of us are very prideful with our emotions. A lot of us are very prideful where we don't fucking, we, we, can you honestly sit here and say, and listen to me and say, every relationship you've been in in the last, I'm not even go five, three years, you have honestly gave it 110 to the point where it was, where you gassed out. If y'all watched the game last night, you can see Jimmy Butler had nothing else in the fucking tank. He left it literally all on the floor game five. Can you honestly say you do that with every, you have done that with your last, however many relationships in the last three years? Maybe one or two of them you can say, but I'm 100% positive it's one on the table that you can say you didn't give it 110. 
And if you think about that shit, if you thought about it this weekend when it got cold and you didn't have nobody to cuddle with, reach out to this, pause this motherfucker. You ain't got to pause it. Matter of fact, send them the podcast and be like, hey, you may like this. That's, that's a cool little way to start a conversation off. This made me think of you. You're toxic ass. Ha ha ha. Laugh him. Give him one of those. And see from where it go from there. And if and if it go play the way you wanted to play, just send me a Christmas card. You can you can DM me a Christmas card. CEO Mikey. I was about to say my fucking email. Wow. CEO Mikey on fucking Instagram. Send send you can you can yeah, send me a Christmas card. And if and if you know me, I can we can you somewhere in the DMV, you or you, we can link up somewhere. You can give me a Christmas gift. Size 13, fucking I'm probably in between like a medium or large, how the t-shirt fit. Cause I feel like if you send the podcast as a link. And 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 make it like a little toxic joke, like "Hey, you'll like it." I promise you, y'all can build from there. Don't let your pride get the best of you. Let's end twenty twenty strong. Cause don't get me wrong, like I said, the holidays are around the corner, and it's a lot of us who may deal with holidays differently. Especially if you don't have if the, if you don't have kids and shit like that, the holidays may not be your best friend. So, like I said, with that being said, try your hand. You, if you thought twice about it, hey, even if, and if you really feel in some type of way, send it to five motherfuckers. Shoot your shot. If you feel like you you let you got five good situations, did you want to try your hand with? Try it. But if it's one for sure, definitely try with the one. But if it's five in the air, try with five. And then and then I, let's let's go back to the snowflake shit. I wonder how did that play out for y'all, ladies? Did y'all get any of these snowflake emojis in your DM this over the over the week or the weekend? Because it was it's, it went off of the uh, I guess how we started and how it's going a uh, little thing that was on Twitter, and then Quavo posted a a, a screenshot of how he slid in uh, Sweetie's DM. So when he slid in her joint, he put the fucking little snowflake emoji, and she said some cool shit. He said some flash shit. Oh, I see you, an icy girl. I'm a glacier boy. I seen that go bad for a lot of motherfuckers on Twitter. Niggas was acting Quavo like you lied to us. You sent us down a rabbit hole of bullshit. It doesn't work for everybody like it works for you, sir. And for all my regular niggas, you got to remember sometimes what rappers do ain't meant for you. And with that being said, shout outs to the other amigo, a.k.a. To toxic set offset young toxic. You filed a divorce. I'm going to get you a fucking Maybach for your birthday. Happy birthday, boo. When you, when you, that's what I'm telling you. This is, and this is just the American way. When you got money, you can do a lot more bullshit and women will accept it. That was a perfect example because I know y'all all seen the little uh, video floating around when Cardi got the fucking gray sweatsuit on. She looks like a midget almost. I didn't even believe it was her at first. She is super small, but she had a gray sweatsuit on and she twerking and then she hop on offset. He lay on the ground and she give him a little lap dance situation going on. Just two weeks ago, they was filing fucking for divorce. Obviously, hey, when you got money, women will kind of forgive you for certain shit they will not forgive you for if you was a broke ass nigga. It's sad, but it's true. It's the American way. Money rules every fucking thing around me cash get the money dollar dollar bill y'all yeah you know i, I could have been in the woo shout out to method man and motherfucking raekwon and them you feel me shaolin island i'm just fucking with y'all what else i got floating on the motherfucking table today i want to know do y'all do pop-ups like do you do pop-ups where like 
you fucking with somebody and and I guess realistically you gotta y'all gotta be fucking raw to do pop-ups how many no like no texas or like this nigga normally be off at work at this time he playing with me I'm about to I'm a, like nah the game ain't on today I'm gonna pop up and I'm gonna knock on your door see what's up how many of y'all I feel like it's a strong 25 percent of y'all out there who's done a pop-up before how do doing pop-ups how do that play off I've I've never had that one no I'm not I have it, it's happened and I feel like if I didn't have a cooler head it probably could have went very bad I wasn't doing nothing but the process of the pop-up especially the pop-up at like three in the morning and I'm hitting you with the matter of fact it was three in the morning and it was the Valentine's Day weekend and I was trying to like call shit off motherfucker said oh you forgot that we were supposed to go out boom boom boom, boom. three o'clock in the morning literally had the key coming here yelling to the motherfucking top of her fucking lungs I didn't get loud so that situation went there so that was my scenario of a pop-up going bad so I want to know how many of y'all have done the pop-up before is it a thing and do you outgrow it at what age when you stop doing pop-ups like I'm too old for that shit or there's no age cap on it can you be 40 and 50 years old still doing pop-ups still wilding out of the nigga acting funny or moving funny ladies talk to me slide in the dm put a comment somewhere and and i'm gonna make sure that i get on the youtube shit. i was just bullshit i need to get a haircut this weekend i promise you next week we would have a full youtube video going with this situation i got a question for y'all have you ever wished you would have had it a significant other of some type away from the world and when i say that you may have wanted to delete their social media so nobody else can flirt with them and what made me think of that and i'm gonna give you a deeper dive in it after i play a snippet of this song this is a drake and future joint called desire and, and, and listen to the words and then i'm gonna break it down to y'all to my acknowledging of where my brain how it goes left and i kind of was like i get what he was saying i don't know if i send my girl to texas because texas niggas do know it's a lot of good dope boys it's a fuck the dope boys it's a lot of rappers in fucking texas who be making a shitload of fucking money out of selling fucking cds out of the trunk i don't know if in 2020 they still selling cds out of the trunk but it's a lot of fucking rappers who maybe like we quote unquote we don't think they're successful but these niggas got a bag so i don't know if i want to send my girl anywhere in fucking texas maybe san antonio but not houston and dallas for sure but i'm gonna play this song and i'm gonna give y'all my little thoughts on this when no one can find you Mansion out in sticks with nothing around you Katy, Texas, Dallas, Texas You know a different environment Cause you got desires I know, I know, I know Cause you got desires I know, I know I know, I know This is I'm getting my I'm getting I'm losing my tan So I'm getting back So this is the light skin in me I do be feeling that type of way. I feel Drake. Like you ever really like listen to what I'm telling you. And and see, and see, this is me not never being too cool for fucking school. I have dealt with women who I feel like were that bad, where it's like, I don't want her to keep fucking posting pictures on Instagram. I would let me I should ask her, can I see her phone? Let me take a picture of you and delete that motherfucker. Just because I I just in my mind and be like, I feel like she one fire pick away from a nigga with a blue check sliding in her dm and i ain't talking about a nigga with a fake blue check i'm talking about one of these niggas who got kicked out the bubble early 
or one of these niggas who played for the fucking Redskins or the fucking Cowboys or one of these type of niggas. And and ladies, I'm and I don't know if y'all ever had these feelings, but I'm just telling you as a man. And you and you can ask your brothers or whatever. Some niggas gonna be too cool and be like, nah, I ain't never. I'm, I'm, I don't. But I know how guys do, and I and I always try to tell fellas when you're listening to me, if I can be this vulnerable and I can say shit like this, bro, put your cool man hat up. Put that motherfucker in your backpack. You ain't gotta be that cool. This is a safe place for you to be okay with your fucking feelings. It's okay to say that shit. My girl is bad. I don't want her to keep posting shit on Instagram. And I say this because I do. I got a friend, and I, and just me being transparent. I got. I have enough friends, so this won't go no to nobody. But sometimes it'd be like I. I had to catch myself. I don't want to like his girl's pictures because some of them be just like I shouldn't like. This is my friends. This is girl. I shouldn't like her pictures. Not these pictures anyway. Like, it's cool, like, sweatsuit, Joan on, or it's y'all two together. You can like those. But some of the jumps when it's, like, the cleavage showing and shit like that, I can't like those type of pictures. So when I see shit like that, that would be, like, if that was my girl, I would want to delete her Instagram. Like, because you don't want to have an argument with her, like, why you keep posting these thirsty pictures? You don't want to say that to her. You just want to delete the whole fucking app off her phone. I'm not even going to be, I'm not going to delete the app off her phone. I'm going to just delete your page, and then you're going to think somebody flagged it. You ain't going to know. One day I just unlock, boom, and delete get that bread get that then leave she keep posting them thought pictures hit that button and delete 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 it's just one of those type of things like i get it so like for for the for us regular human beings i'm not gonna call us poor for us regular human beings who can't move our women to texas and all this other cool shit like drake and future can i just want to delete our instagram because i feel like that is the biggest form where people can flirt and then i seen a post from again from the good brother future where he says matter of fact your girl can own a man can only flirt with your girl if she allows it so she's basically acknowledging him that's the only way he can flirt don't get me wrong yeah there's some weird niggas out here who will snowflake this keep sending a snowflake to themselves or they were good morning beautiful woman a million times and she never respond Again, sometimes we say, ladies, you shouldn't even open this shit at all. If you see it, keep it like, because I know how Instagram work. I don't know if it worked like that on everybody, John. It's primary and it's general. You can, you can lead the motherfuckers in the, in the general pop where people don't, where you don't know you have to open it or you can look at it and they don't even know you looked at it. That's free game though. But again, like I said, sometimes it just be certain shit that it just be like, as a man, you don't want to argue with your woman or even women. I know y'all don't want to argue with a nigga about Instagram. So sometimes you just do you be wishing that like I wish I could just delete the Instagram. Eliminate all the temptations. I do feel like for flirty motherfuckers or too sexy, especially and I and I hate to put it on women because I don't want women to be listening because y'all are the biggest listeners. I don't want y'all to hear this and be like, what you mean? Why can't I post certain pictures? It's certain pictures that's okay to post when you're single, and then it's some it's some pictures that you shouldn't post when you're in a relationship. And when I say that, I because me as a nigga, it's certain pictures that I see and I be like, oh, let me go like 20 more of her pictures. And I'm not even going to like 20 more of the ones that look like that one. I'm going to like the bullshit, Jones. Like, would you got your whole Christmas pajama shit on? You fucking um, at the pumpkin patch with your kids and all the other bullshit, Jones, that don't get a lot of likes. That's the, them the, Jones, them the 20 that I'm going to go like. But it all started because you posted that fucking that thirsty joint on the timeline or in your Insta story, you land in the bed with your titties squeezed together and it's giving a solid deep line down that motherfucker. 
that type of shit is behavior for single women. If you're single and you want niggas to slide in your DM, do you. And, and ladies, y'all know what y'all do. Y'all got that little shit when y'all motherfucking, y'all fake just uh, playing with your titties in the bed and shit. And it's not OC where you can you can defend it. Like you can have an argument where it's not too much. But for the creep eye, private eye, it's a lot. And it's a green light for me to slide, slide to the left. Cha-cha one time. <clears throat> slide to the right. <clears throat> it's one of those type of moves. It gets you there. So what I'm telling you is, and this is, and again, fellas, I understand if you feel like you're too cool, just amen on the background. You could just, you could tap your feet a little bit. You could play the tambourine and give it a little tap on the tape. You don't got to do too much. If you and your girl listening to this together, I don't want to start no trouble, but you know, like, I don't know how you can amen this, but amen, I get it. Sometimes I, I understand for men, we be wanting to be too cool about a lot of shit that I feel like we shouldn't have to be too cool about. You should be able to express your feelings because then I feel like that helps eliminate all the toxic behavior. If I can be honest with you on shit that triggers me and I'm and I get it. No woman wants to deal with a whiny ass nigga, a nigga who always complaining, an insecure nigga. It's not nothing about being insecure because, ladies, if your nigga was every night, that's just like me. If I'm on Instagram, OK, I'm about to do 100 push ups and I'm going to get on Instagram in my IG story with my fucking um with my shirt off after my chest it stick out a little bit more after you do a couple push-ups i'm gonna do 100 it'll be exact so my shit be poking and then i just get on instagram laying on the bed with no shirt on that is a thirst trap that is being thirsty i don't give a fuck if i'm single in a relationship no ain't no way to dress it up that's me being thirsty so if i'm going to be thirsty to that level then it's just like i shouldn't be in a relationship so if i'm doing that type of shit and i'm in a relationship my significant other should be able to say something to me and i feel like in this day and age, again, goes back to pride. Some of us have too much pride, so we don't never really get to have these conversations with each other. And those are conversations that should be had. And sometimes I be feeling like you should have these conversations early. And then again, I get it for niggas. You don't want to say certain shit early because you don't want to talk yourself out of some pussy. And we've had this conversation a million times on here. That is a thing. You can talk yourself out of pussy. It's some things that you can say. And I know even for me, I've said on this podcast, oh, if my girl cheat on me, I'm going to just do some. I don't want to say it now because Tory Lanez and took it too fucking far. So now it, it do seem like niggas will do shit like that. But I used to say that. But at the same time, I'm the same nigga who just told y'all I don't double text. So it just be me just sometimes talking shit just to, for shits and giggles. But I know for a fact that can turn some women off. If you tell a woman, oh, if I love you and I do all this for you and then you cheat on me, oh, I you're going to just, you're going to get upset. You're going to do some wild shit. And realistically, that may not be you. You just saying it because it sound cool. You kind of want to fucking um, make her think twice about fucking flirting with other niggas if, if you invest in time and money into it. But you realistically, you might not, you're just not going to go that far. For me, I'm just one of those people. I'll talk shit. I'll say whatever. I'm, I promise you, I'm not going to double text twice. So with that type of shit, it's just like, when do you have those conversations? So again, that's why I felt with Drake and Future when they were saying, I just want to hide you from the world. Like it's, I know everybody has had a situation where you wish you could have put that person up in the cut where nobody else could find them. I know, I know you got desires. I know I, like, no, come on. Fuck with me. Keep it a buck. It's okay. I've had, I'm listen to me. I probably got 10, uh, excuse my language. It's 10 good bitches that I know for a fact. I wish I would have found the way to put them in the cut where it's like different points of your life where you be like, I wasn't ready then, but I'm, I, I know 
I could have treated her perfectly right now. If I would have put her up in the cut, so we whatever was the bump on the heads of, it could have isolated the whole situation. Sometimes you, I had to be that transparent for y'all to un, let y'all know the reality of things because sometimes you can't have these conversations with nobody else. You can have them with me. This is the space for that. We're going to hear, we're going to talk about all the cool black shit and all the other shit that's on the timeline, but sometimes we do need to have these adult conversations so we can have our own versions of the fucking Cosby show. No bill, you feel me? But that type of shit, like I feel like we don't have that love for one another anymore. And not, and I'm not going to just put it because, it, oh, we don't see it on TV. That shit can just start with our regular conversations. We don't have those conversations with each other. We don't tell each other we're scared to be vulnerable with her. Everybody wants to be toxic. That's the cool shit. That's the new trend. Who can out-toxic the other motherfucker? I'm a tip. Like, I, I'll be honest. I told y'all all the time, I don't even play the raw shit. If we take it that far, excuse my language. Bitch, I feel like we're in a relationship. And I and I can be a completely honest with y'all. I have had sex with a women, a small group of women. I'm not. I don't want to say women like it's a lot. It's a small, a small portion, a small portion size. If you're on a diet of women, I've had raw sex with, and I really, in my mind, I felt like we are in a relationship. And this happened a couple. Like this ain't just some one and done. This was a one off. No, this was a consistent thing. And I'm kind of like. Oh, you do this more regular than I do. You don't take this as serious as I do. But because it's, because as a man, I'm trying to have pride. I'm trying to not look like a simp. I don't never have that conversation. I didn't say, oh, we, I, I, you know what I'm saying? Like we was free balling and you you just acting like that's this this is regular this is regular behavior we not in no type of relationship and i'm sure women y'all listening like nigga you it's 2020 what the fuck mikey grow the fuck up it's cool i still have an old soul it's just some shit i take a little bit more serious than the majority of the group but i do feel like if we don't take those things serious then guess what you'll never take you'll never have the conversation of Oh, I wish you wouldn't post so much because I'm scared that I'm going to lose you to somebody else in the DM. And and guess what? And me saying that, it sounds stupid, but guess what? 90% of y'all, the last three relationships you've been in, started from a DM. Take Think about it. If you, if you can sit here and say, fuck a relationship, if the last three people you have had sex with started on Instagram, why shouldn't you take Instagram a little bit more serious? This is one of those weeks I do wish I was recording myself because that's a fire-ass question to put on the timeline. Don't be scared to share. Don't be scared to ask a friend. We all like to downplay social media. Love to downplay fucking how not to take social media serious. But if the last three people you had sex with started in the DM, why aren't we taking Instagram more serious? Talk to me. Let me know. Because you, you, you're going to want to downplay it, but you cannot downplay that. I know for a fact. I'm going to go out on a limb and say 95% of us listening to the sound of my voice right now. The last three people you had sex with was off. It started in the DM. Somebody play your guy. Going down in the DM. That's how it started. So how are we not going to take it serious? Why shouldn't we have conversations about our behavior via social media if that's it's almost like a business card? I, I was telling a homegirl, she she called me and asked me about going on a date with a dude, right? And I was like, you kind of got to, you. I know you're older, so you don't want to keep teaching a nigga how to date you. 
or where he should take you and places like that. But I told, I said, shit, five years ago, I didn't, I have never, five years ago, I'd never been to Ruth Chris. I'd never been to fucking Morton's. I'd never been to Joe C, any of these five-star, whatever, how many star restaurants these restaurants are. I'd never been to none of them. A younger female matter, taught me these fucking places and, and fucking, and showed me these experiences. So five years, so you feel me? So it's always going to take some woman to teach a man cool shit. Cause guess what? The app that I don't know about that women use. And I seen women use this motherfucker. What's this open table. I don't know what, I didn't know what the fuck that was until I watched a woman fucking use it. And it got all these restaurants. Oh, what's open right now. What's um, what John got happy hour and y'all get points and all that shit. And that's a uh, fellas be, watch women. They got a lot of funny game with them. That open table shit. They fucking around been on 10 different dates with niggas and they getting the points for the shit. Cause we don't use that shit. So with that being said, but again, that's just that again, that was free game. That open table shit. I'm watching y'all ladies. But that's just a way for is that's how y'all know y'all know about more dating shit. You want y'all want to experience certain shit. Niggas, sometimes realistically, you just want to pay. But like again, those are just conversations that you have to have. Somebody has to teach you how to date. It don't matter about age, because let's just say if I'm only used to going to Fridays and I'm going to regular movie theaters and shit like that. I really haven't experienced too much. I could have been on a million dates, but only the Fridays, Red Lobster, Outback and shit like that. If that's what I'm used to, that don't mean I don't know how to treat you, but that's what I'm used to going. So then you'll be mad the first date I take you, I take you to fucking Outback. And now you tight like, oh, you don't value me. You taking me to this fucking cheap ass restaurant. But which where we could have eliminated this, you could have just, uh, you could have record them where you wanted to go. You could have seen a new restaurant that you wanted to go to. But because you want to make the put the pressure on the nigga, I'm paying for it. Why can't you just tell me where you want to go? I don't know. And again, I'm not even, and fellas, I'm not going to give y'all no slack. You should ask women. First, this is a, this goes back to my list when I tell you I got 21 questions that can easily walk you into the drawers. Somewhere in the, in the top 10, I'm going to say somewhere in the top five, you should always ask a woman what's her favorite restaurant. And then after you ask her what's her favorite restaurant, ask her what's the restaurant she never been to that she want to go to. Free game again. So after you get that, now you know where to take her. When you get the first date, you even need to take her two places. Her favorite restaurant or a restaurant she got her mind on she never been to. So now, fellas, I don't give you no excuses. Again, ladies, that's why you should share this with your brother, your boyfriend, and your little cousin so you can get free game from the killer. So, again, that's free game on how to figure out how to date, how to maneuver in certain situations. But again, ladies, y'all can't have too much pride and say I'm tired of teaching niggas. So what if you, if you, if you, treat if you teach this nigga for the next woman because guess what the girl who took that put me on game to all the fucking um restaurants she can't be mad that i'm going she may bump into me one day and see me out to eat so what you we went to all them restaurants 10 different times so you got a run out of every every restaurant you put me down on or, or hit me to you got your way and tear out of them all for the strength of me you can't be mad at us. I can't be, you can't be mad at me and I can't be mad at you. It was a learning experience. We both learned something new. You got some cool Instagram pictures. And again, ladies, sometimes I do, I, I'm against the taking the pictures, but I'm going to give you free game on. Again, like I said, Instagram, most of the time your last three sex partners came off a of DM. Your Instagram page got to be your business card. Because if I only thing I see you out is on happy hour and smoking hookah, then that's the way I'm going to carry it when you were on a date. But if I see you into the fine and dining and the nice shit, it's nothing wrong with posting that picture sometimes just to let a nigga kind of know how to come at you. Because, and just for a perfect example, we can kind of use this. A, a nigga wouldn't buy a girl some fucking heels from autos if all he see her in is designer. If on all her page, all her fucking shoes is designer or whatever the case may be, she into the handbags. He can't go to autos and buy her no bag on no shoes. 
because he already she already showed you how it go. That's a perfect example. We can even use it for fellas. If every Sunday your favorite team is fucking the Giants or the Redskins or somebody, and you posting that shit, whatever the case may be, and she really paying attention, oh, she know what team? Oh, I can go buy him a Redskin jacket or a jersey or something for Christmas. It's just this is who we are. I don't. I hate that we keep trying to downplay social media, but Instagram is your business card. You wouldn't, and and just perfect example. I can how I can use this even in a better form. You wouldn't half-ass on your resume. You gonna put all your shit on this so you can get the best quality job. Why not present your Instagram self as your fullest fucking potential, even if you faking it a little bit? Cause you you spice up your resume on your job resume. Why would you not spice up your Instagram page so when a motherfucker slide in your DM, they gonna come correct because they already see how you giving it up. Ladies, I keep telling y'all this. As men, we do it all the time. It was a joke me and my friends had last week. Is this girl? She was going nuts for her birthday, bust down APs and all types of fucking designer shit. I sent niggas in my chat. This a DM you need to stay the fuck out of. Respectfully, you know what the fuck it is. You know that that's out of your league. Don't play yourself for a fucking fool. But if I seen her coming in with i don't i don't want to shit on a whole bunch of dsw bags and that's how i'm gonna carry it but if i see all louis gucci it's different it's just a, it's just how you want to present yourself i look at use instagram i keep telling y'all if you got a business or if you literally just on it for datings and social purposes this shit is called social media if you're on it just for social purposes make sure your shit is presented for motherfuckers to know how to come at you because guess what you won't never you never going to see a bunch of weird niggas just or broke niggas sliding and fucking Ari and and fucking uh, John. You even see that little post when it be like, why do niggas get so upset when women start talking about money? Like they want some form of money. And and then, and what was the little John? It'd be like, oh, well, nigga, if you broke, just say you broke. And that shit is offensive to men. Of course, I get it. And I seen the little post going around and saying black men should be able to be loved without spending money. I do agree with that. But at the same time, I do feel like women have to find a, a a good balance in between to how to set the bar for yourself because like how is somebody really going to know how to treat you because that's the only way i'm really getting to know you you think about it you probably originally when you got somebody name saved in your phone right now it's the instagram name or it's a picture from instagram and you may not even never know their real name because you never even got the time to Especially if I slide in your DM, get your number, and then we go out on a date two days later. I probably don't know your first name or last name. I just know your Instagram name. Just think about the shit I'm telling y'all. It sounds crazy, but we do have to put some realistic validification or verify, whatever. I don't know the word I need to use right there. For that conversation, though, we have to treat this shit like it's real. Because every time we keep trying to act like it's nothing... We just gonna keep misleading each other. We're gonna keep playing each other. We're gonna keep shooting shots at shit that we shouldn't be shooting shots at. And we're gonna keep fucking the blind gonna keep leading the blind, like the down the wrong fucking lane. It shit don't even make sense. So again, that all came from that was a a, a long little rant sidebar from that Drake and Future song Desire. I should have put you up somewhere where nobody could find you. Again, I believe in that. I feel like that. And because I don't want to talk too long on the Lakers and the LeBron, I'm going to go right now. Because I said like 40 minutes in. I think we are like 41. One time for the greatest player of all times. And when I say the greatest player of all times, I don't want us to keep getting confused between a great pair of sneakers, an elite pair of sneakers, and saying that's the greatest player of all times. And when I 
And I mean that. But the reason why I say that, of course, let's, we all probably got a good pair of Jordan ones. You put on with your favorite skinny jeans. They look sweet. We love them. I'm sure everybody love a good pair of Jordan ones. Well, that's a unanimous decision. We can all agree on that. Well, Jordan ones and skinny jeans are amazing. Kanye probably make the best fucking sneakers all time as a rapper. Kanye West wasn't even the best rapper on Rockefeller. It may be, it, probably on your taste in music, he may not even be the best rapper on good music. Another one, for example, Travis Scott. If it ain't Kanye, 100% positive, you're going to say Travis Scott got the best rapper shoes of all times. Travis Scott don't make better music than Lil Baby. Not even up for debate. I'm 100% positive. I'm going to say 75% of us are listening. We got more Little Baby on our on a form of a playlist or some future than we have on Travis Scott. And Future and Lil Baby, both, they out of pocket with some wild-ass Reeboks. That don't take away from their greatness. We hold Michael Jordan to this high-ass pedestal because of fucking sneakers. It ain't because we fucking, because of what we looking at. And for the women who listen, I can keep y'all in tune with this. That's just like, if I take a, a, picture, a, a picture with my with my shirt off and The Rock take a picture with his shirt off, you can't even compare the two. If you're just looking at specimens, like body types, Michael Jordan looks like a fucking 10th grader compared to LeBron James. Look, comparing Jordan in his year 17 plan for the Wizards, comparing fucking LeBron right now, the Lakers is fucking retarded. You can't even compare it to niggas don't even be wanting to talk about Le fucking Jordan playing for the fucking um for the fucking Wizards. And and then we want to talk about sneakers. That's the that was one of his highest fucking sneakers when he came out with the suitcase Jones. Those was when he played for the Wizards. Them white and blue Jones that came in the suitcase. I forgot what number Jordan they was. It maybe been Jordan 17s or some shit. They was two hundred dollars. Y'all praise this nigga because you want to wrap around a reason why you buy these expensive fucking sneakers every time they come out in a different colorway. It's cool. They're sneakers. The fucking sneakers are hard as shit. But guess what? That does not make Michael Jordan the greatest basketball player you ever seen. I don't give a fuck how you want to dress it. LeBron and done this shit with three different teams, full fucking finals MVP every time. And I didn't know Michael Jordan won six and only won five finals MVP. I don't remember. I don't know who he who got one on one of them championships, but it happened. And just realistically, if your life depended on it, just ask yourself, if my life depended on it, a one-on-one -on -one game, life or death situation, would I take LeBron James or Michael Jordan? One-on-one. -on -one. Play 2K. Fuck it. Play 2K. We all 2K. 2K21 is out already. If you're about to get the PlayStation 5 or during Christmas time, everybody just play a game of 2K. Pick the, that 96 Bulls team, pick any LeBron James team, and just let me know how I go. I'll take fucking Kyle Kuzma over fucking Steve Kerr any day. You won't argue me with that one. So why you keep trying to play fucking LeBron James like that? Like, we all love KD. He from the DMV. That's cool. But KD ain't LeBron. None of these niggas ain't LeBron. I feel sorry for all the little light-skinned kids. Because y'all was trying to force Steph Curry on y'all kids. That was fucked up. I want y'all to know that. For all the motherfucking moms out there who listening and your kids look like Steph Curry, y'all forced y'all kids to like this nigga just because he looked like them. That was fucked up because now he going to have to grow up and Steph Curry ain't never going to win shit else again. So y'all made this, these little kids like this nigga at five years old and this nigga going to disappear by the time they 15. They gonna be like, mom, why y'all remember when y'all had me? I used to be like Steph Curry with the shot, boy. My nephew do that stupid shit. He, that's his favorite little line. He think that shit is funny as fuck. When he, guess what? When he 15 and 16, he, he not going to be able to even watch Steph Curry bum ass no more. 
just all I'm telling y'all is let's take a moment for greatness. I'm not a Lakers fan. I'm a LeBron James fan. And I only wanted to spend a couple minutes on this. LeBron James is the greatest player of all times. It's not even up for debate. He got all the stats. He gonna get some more rings. And the fucking coldest thing he gonna do is he gonna he ain't gonna retire until Bronny get in the NBA. Him and Bronny gonna win a ring together. You know how hard that's gonna be? Mock my word. What's today's fucking date? It's fucking Monday, October 12th, 2020. I'm telling y'all right now. Mark my word. Save this shit. This shit gonna be like a rookie card. LeBron James and Bronny will play in the NBA Finals together as father and son and be the first father and son duo to win a championship. It's hard. Think about it. That's hard, nigga. That's hard. Michael Jordan can never. You don't even know what Michael Jordan kids look like. You are motherfucking Bronny already got like fucking five million followers. The fuck are we talking about? This nigga's a marketing genius and he's a great basketball player and he's a fucking uh, what's the fucking word? A, 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 the fucking philanthropist, whatever the fuck. I don't fucking know. I ain't go to college. Fuck you. Don't judge me. Judge your mother. LeBron James is the greatest player of all times. I just wanted to spend a couple of minutes on that one. Now, having all the facts laid out, I'm going to let you in on this. For the past several months, right? Several months. For about nine to ten months, Ari has been f- my ex. What? Wow. She has oh, been hard my ex. Okay? What? Ari may get on social media, betray and portray the image that she is so happy and in love in her relationship, but it's all an act. She's crying, she's laughing, she's doing everything in between with this. Any second that she has free, that she's not in Bag's face, begging for attention from him, she's getting it from this. And that is where the passion and the hate came behind now all right so i i i hate the t because that's some hot fucking t right there i hate even using the word t but that right there as a man i'm gonna be honest with y'all that shit triggered the fuck out of me because i just can't think of like and listen let's just play the game let's just play the game like it's allegedly we don't know if it's true but let's just play the game it is true and I'm gonna put y'all so I'm gonna put it in the man situation, and then we're gonna go down and flip it if this happened to a woman. But just as a man, I see a nigga buy a girl a Lambo truck, get her son to match him, kid jump, backseat full of fucking roses and all of this. And then you telling me you stepping out and getting another nigga dick. And I'm and I'm gonna go out on the limb and say, you getting some broke nigga dick. So you're telling me I'm busting down and if y'all can hear, you can hear it in my voice. That shit is fucked up. That shit really makes niggas question a lot of shit. And I don't even know, like, if I hear that rumor, I don't even know, like, it's no cool way to address that with your girl. But you gotta say something. Because I, to me, it would be cornier if I don't say shit at all and, and this fly. But let's flip it a little bit. Let's say, ladies, y'all talking about, oh, that Mikey don't do that. You don't know if it's true or not. Cool. But let me put y'all in the shoes of this. 
let's say your let's say your your dude birthday just came up. It just passed. What zodiac sign is this? I don't fucking know. But his birthday was just some between Labor Day and right now, right? So let's say you bought him. Let's just go on a limb. You pre-ordered the PS5 for him. You bought him some Mary jeans. You bought him some uh, Cartiers. And what's another? And some motherfucking, let's say some Yeezys. Or some, some yeah, let's say some Yeezys, some Mary jeans, some Cartiers. And then your homegirl say, it's a harbor everywhere in America, right? So let's just say the harbor. Your homegirl say, oh, I think I seen such and such down at the harbor with some bitch, but I couldn't get up on him. I ain't sure. But I seen him with like he I seen I seen he looked like he them glasses you bought him for his birthday with them Yeezys. Yeah, the, the little white and blue ones. I seen that nigga girl. I seen you're mad. Just that that feeling you just felt when I just painted that picture and if that was your nigga, how you just felt? How you think niggas feel? Cause nigga, we already see like women, y'all, y'all mind, y'all already think all niggas ain't shit. And it's cool. I'm never here to uh argue that down or disagree with that one because i do hear a lot of stories and i be like yeah niggas ain't shit i hear that but then as a man because don't get me wrong i do feel like a lot of niggas be feeling like oh these rappers be doing too much but if you were financially to me personally if i financially could do the shit the cool shit that these niggas do for their girls i would absolutely do it like that's it probably even one of the reasons again why I hold off on having kids because I do want to make sure I can do the most for my child's and I'm not even gonna say baby mother for my wife. I, I won't even speak the baby mother shit into existence for my wife. I want my wife to be able to be ratchet and ghetto and move her head and you can see the double R behind the jump. That's so that is reasons why I take my time and didn't have kids, let alone having found the right woman. But just like I said again, sidebar, because I know a lot of niggas try, they don't never put their self in the shoes if you were financially able to do it. Be realistically with yourself. If you can financially do that type of shit for your woman and you won't do it, you're the type of nigga who don't deserve no pussy, period, in, in life. So I don't never want niggas to set the bar and be like, um, and feel like you're obligated to do those things or go broke or go to jail behind those things because that's that is something that does happen as well. And that's fucked up and we don't have those conversations enough. And And I can even go down a rabbit hole of let's let's go down this rabbit hole real quick because I because I, I feel like I do want to get it off my chest and I don't and I don't want anybody to get offended, but the story keeps floating around too much. And it was even something said with the um the with the Breonna Taylor case. And that's why I hear a lot of people get mad and be like, why like uh Kamala Harris didn't go deeper into it. But it's just like for that situation, it was just like the police came in there looking for her ex-boyfriend, right? And the nigga who her boyfriend that she was dealing with right then and there, he thought who was coming in there was her ex-boyfriend. So the thing is so fucked up. And we all we all have been whatever. I never lived the, the cleanest life ever. I'm never gonna come on here and act like it. But the so it's so fucked up is like we don't never take time to think of like the decisions of the people we would date and deal with for a materialistic gain sometimes it's not worth our life and when i and and the reason why i tied that brianna taylor situation into it because it's just this is out there you can go on youtube and you can go down a rabbit hole of them breaking down exactly who the police was looking for and then and her boyfriend said i thought that was her ex coming in there and he had that much aggressive with it because he knew the ex was a drug dealer and so that sometimes to me is it goes down to the situation of like and it don't make what the police did any right or wrong but it just lets you know both of them the police came shooting the way they did in there 
looking for that same ex and this nigga was shooting back looking for that ex so me just i'm just trying to just tie that in so i can kind of make the picture even a little bit more direct for y'all sometimes is it really worth the um the materialistic the financial shit to put your life in harm's way and i had to say that because i just see so many black women it's i get it and i know realistically is it it's easy to chase those little materialistic things it's easy to see these videos of these celebrities balling out and you want the quickest way to it nobody really wants to grind for it and that goes into your business or whatever the case may be nobody wants to take their time for it so i had to use that situation to paint a better picture of where i'm trying to take y'all you can't get caught up on the materialistic shit so hard where you want to go to shortcut because then it's just like you could put your life in danger you can either go to jail or you can be caught in some crossfire of some shit that just had nothing to do with nothing you was just like the wrong city like that it was just the wrong place at the wrong time and it's fucked up and that's how a lot of times especially for women women who died of gun violence uh, nine times out of ten they just in the wrong place at the wrong time or just dealing with the wrong nigga at the wrong time and don't get me wrong that nigga felt like the right nigga when those financial gains and benefits were clicking in but that shit is never worth losing your life so i i didn't want to i don't want to i'm not gonna go too deep into that and I don't, but i do want to throw that out there especially because ladies is close to the holidays and i don't never want any of us to get that sidetrack of what's going on with the fucking shit we see on the timeline and make us choose the faster way out and for for the niggas who listening bro there's no piece of pussy in the world worth throwing your life away because you know what's fucked up You'll get killed or you'll get locked up. And the only person who really gonna fucking feel it is the people who didn't even get to wreak the benefits on it. Your mom, you ain't really trick out and ball out on your mother. Your little sister, your brother, maybe bought them a couple pair of shoes, but the shit you spent the most money on was taking this bitch out of town, buying her this Dior and all this other shit, taking her to all these restaurants. Let's be realistic. The people who was holding you down when you ain't had shit, those are not the people you ball out on when you had a, the fast money coming in. Not to that same extent. But when you get locked up or you die, God forbid, the people who gonna hurt the most is the people you gave you spent the chump change on. That not the people you bought out on. The girl is she is she not a, a, a sneaky link? She may post a picture on you on the ground. But was that shit worth it? What if she never post you the whole time you was alive? But when you die, she posts you. Just think about shit like that. And those are just little things that go on my mind. I don't want to fucking, I don't want to keep us there. But I don't even know how I went there. So I'm, I'm going to try to fucking, let me, let me, let me, let me switch the moves up real quick. Let's go somewhere. I know exactly where I want to go there with y'all. Back at it, 12 a.m. in ATL 2. I show you true love, you always show the crew love. I'm in the black land, shawty saying, God damn. Throwing bowls like Luda, late night, eat that Chinese Buddha. Got them perkies on me, know that I ain't never lonely. Monday, magic bitty, big booty with magic titties. I'm just starting out in cake, I need a hundred fifty. Hey, this, and if y'all. Besides the Drake shit, I try to play, like, I'm trying to put y'all on free game on the niggas who don't got no labels. So I know I told y'all you don't play, you ain't supposed to play music on the YouTube or the podcast shit. So that's why I'm playing unsigned niggas. And don't start sending me shit because let me, if it's if it's meant for me to hear it, I'm going to hear it. Trust and believe. I got my ear to the good shit. That was motherfucking 24 hours. And for people who don't know who 24 hours is, that's made in Tokyo's older brother. 
You don't know who Made in Tokyo is. He's the little nigga who had the song Uber with. That's his older brother. I'm 100% positive I'm going to... You see how hard that nigga go. Only reason why he probably ain't blow up because he's a bigger nigga. And I'm sure that Raw Wave shit probably really piss him off because he cranked way harder than Raw Wave. No shade to Raw Wave, but he's a big nigga. So I feel like that's the only thing that's holding him back on that one. And I just wanted to change the tempo real quick because I just didn't want to... All right, let's how can I switch it up? Oh, let's go to Black China. Shout out to Black China, DM, one of DMV's mighty celebrities. And I don't mean this being funny at all. Like, Black China probably is top. I'm going to say top 10. I ain't going to go on the limb and say top five. But she is debatable top five major celebrities out of the DMV. Black China is reportedly to be the number one celebrity money maker on OnlyFans. Somebody, anybody. Send me a link. Some clips. Screen screen record. I want to see what Black China on doing on OnlyFans. Because her last outing wasn't the best outing that we all seen. So I want to know she got to be doing something. That shit was like she made like 17 M's off of fucking OnlyFans so far. Bro, listen to me. That's a lot of fucking money. Is any women out here you think about getting the OnlyFans and you need a a, a partner, tag team partner? Let's, 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 let's make a business plan. Let's come up with a situation. Let's get that in order. <laughs> That's a lot of fucking bread. I ain't never turning my nose up to no more. As long as it ain't no funny shit, we can get with the money shit. You feel me? And then and then she had a little uh, interview. She was on the No Jumper Joan. She literally, that interview was literally like 15 minutes. He wanted to ask her about sex mother people niggas that she didn't fuck with like soldier boy and all that she walked out she like she didn't feel like talking about it and she wrote out he was mad and then he tried to go back and say oh she did it when she let Charlemagne kind of go bro you are not Charlemagne. like a lot of niggas y'all niggas be tripping keep comparing yourself to Charlemagne. like i don't know what the fuck some of you industry niggas be however what y'all be bro y'all are not the one he is the one and not the fucking two. By fucking far, he's the one, not the fucking two. You niggas need to relax and get a fucking dose of reality. And, well, and let's switch it up in real quick. Switch gears to something amazing. Something amazing that a black man did. Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook left an $8,000 tip at a hotel that he stayed in during the bubble. And yeah, Russell Westbrook, of course, made $36 million this year. That don't mean shit. Like Mark Jackson said last night, $8,000 is still $8,000. I don't give a fuck how much money you got. Excuse me. Bro, an $8,000 tip. Imagine if you was working in this nigga room. And he kept it a buck. He was like, man, I had to. I know my room was rocking. The dirty socks, dirty shoes, drawers. And they kept that shit clean. He gave them people's eight racks. Eight bands, mo. Imagine if you was working in that fucking hotel and you did not think about getting no tip. Because I don't know. Y'all can tell me, do y'all tip when y'all leave at a hotel? And I guess if you stay somewhere for, they was damn near in there for three months. So if you stay somewhere for three months, maybe. Or like, but if y'all doing the Airbnbs, I know a lot of y'all some Airbnb motherfuckers. Do y'all leave tips to the Airbnb? You probably don't because that's not even, I don't even, that's, y'all got to clean that shit up yourself. So let's go back to hotels or resorts. So if you want to cruise, do you leave tips? Cause that's not just something that's I guess embedded in our head. And I think that's what makes it the story even way more cooler. Cause of course at the bar, you leave a tip 
a cab, you may leave a tip. Wherever at a restaurant, you leave a tip. But you don't never think of, I'm a tip the fucking hotel purpose. So one time for motherfucking Russell Westbrook for leaving an $8,000 tip. That's, that's, that's why Westbrook is a swaggy nigga. We can always say that. That's swag. I don't even like to use that word. But that was some swag. That was shit right there. Leaving a motherfucker $8,000 tip. That's. I'm even go one step farther. No homo, no Uncle Clifford. That's big, big energy right there. Pause again. I I shouldn't even took it that far, but that was some big. That's some big dog shit. Shout out to Russell Westbrook. Let me fucking let me, let's get the fuck on to some other shit. Um, why we kind of still talking about money and shit? You probably shouldn't fucking do with your money. Let's talk about y'all, boy. Y'all some pretty Ricky fans. Y'all like pretty Ricky, right? I'm sure y'all do. Let's go to what's this nigga named Diamond Blue Smith, 36-year-old cast member of Love and Hip Hop Miami. A member of the group Pretty Ricky was arrested on Monday. That was last Monday, along with a 28-year-old man, C. Johnson, in Pennsylvania. And they arose in a $24 million coronavirus fucking uh, fraud scam. You get caught banging out 24 M's. I ain't even mad at you. You were shooting for the fucking stars. R. Peter Pop Smoke. I'm not mad at you for that. But do And I don't want to wish this on nobody because it may be some scammers who are listening. But my nigga. <laughs> 24 million is worth it. I'm not about to sit here and act like it's not. Fuck it. If somebody got a fucking scam for 24 M's, I'm going to try it my goddamn self. And it's kind of fucked up, but I can play this into the line of do we hold celebrities a standard too high? Because I see people always try to throw shots at Young Jock. And I seen Young Jock try to do a, a little fake clap back. He was in the motherfucking, and in, in the ghost with the stars in the window. And he want, he in the, in the ceiling. And he wanted to move his head like a bad bitch and show y'all the double R back there. Why he popping his shit? Like, because I called him a broke ass nigga, whatever the case may be. So do we... Are we too hard on celebrities? Like, especially earlier 2000 celebrities, like, who didn't put out classics? Because realistically, and I always tell niggas, sometimes I probably, I always ask them, I used to ask all little rap niggas I knew, would you rather be a one-hit wonder or never have a hit at all? I, and you'll be surprised, a lot of niggas say never have a hit at all, because you never want that level of spotlight. Like, for Pretty Ricky, it may be different, because I don't, especially when I seen the picture of that nigga, I only nigga in Pretty Ricky I ever remember is the nigga with the crazy dreads. So I don't never remember none of these other niggas, what they look like anyway. So if I seen this nigga out in public, I wouldn't remember. I wouldn't even know who he was until you just seen this picture of this nigga. So do we sometimes hold celebrities too high of a standard? Like, especially if it's been over 20 years. Like, let's even young Jock. Like, cool. We all love 42 Doug and we love that motherfucker. Go broke like Jock. I keep that dog like Vic. For all, for all you old heads who don't know what that dog like Vic mean. Let me break y'all down some ghetto rap lyrics. Dog is dog food. Free Rollo. I know y'all all love Future. Y'all remember when Future said, I keep that dog food like Rollo. That was just a breakdown. I had to feel like I had to break them bars down for y'all. Oh, and for people who don't know what dog food is, it's fucking heroin. My bad. Um, <laughs> But fucking... Yeah, do we hold these fucking old school celebrities? And, and early 2000 artists is an old school celebrity now. I remember I was having an argument with... Uh, um with a female friend of mine and we were talking about old school classics. And, and I think this was around when fucking, uh, the Patty LaBelle and, uh, whoever the fuck she, um, battled in the fucking Joan. I don't remember No disrespect. 
I just don't remember who it was she battled in the versus thing. But I was saying, like, I feel like people, and that's probably why that was the lowest view versus and they ain't done one since that one because they're trying to figure it out. Like, they took it too far with that one. But that's almost not even, that's like dinosaur shit. And again, no disrespect, but it's like old school shit now realistically is like, drop it like it's hot. Or fucking, uh, what's the, what's the, nah, nah, what's the, uh, for the cash money in the nine, nine, two thousands. You're talking about that song was 20, going on 21 years ago. That's an old head jump now. Like, realistically, if that shit come on and you, st and that's still your shit, you are an old head. That's a old, that's like, that's like a classic. And I feel like, or some old school shit. And then I was, and our argument was, okay, let's say you at a cookout and you got, and we got kids, right? And your kids is like, 10 years old now and we had to cook out and you tell them man you tell her whoever running i don't know what the 10 years from now what the fucking thing is let's say they plan on it on their phone man put some old school shit on would you and y'all tell me would y'all feel like they going when you say put some old school on and it's 10 years from now so now you're talking about back that ass up would be like 31 years old 10 years from now so imagine y'all kids if you got little kids right now and they like five or something 10 years from now they 15 and they'd be like, oh, Ma, let me hear someone. What was one of y'all old school jams? We y'all at the cookout. It's Memorial Day weekend. 10 years from now, and you say put on some old school shit. Are you going to expect for, and let's say and let's say it's your, your nephew or your little cousin, and he 25, and you say play some old school shit. Are you feel like he going to play some Wayne, some Juvie, or some old 50, or you think he going to go play Anita Baker? Cause I feel like by that time we talking about dinosaur shit. That's some shit that shouldn't even be even like no, it shouldn't even be played. Ten years from now, we shouldn't be playing shit that was made in the sixties and the seventies. Like who want to hear that shit? Cause by that time, our parents is using ten years from now, my mother gonna be pushing damn near eighty. She ain't gonna want to hear shit. So she ain't requesting that bullshit. So we talking about us, whatever age you are now, ten years from now. You really want to hear some Anita Baker? Our, our old school shit should be Snoop. And I like, oh, play some Odie but goodies. It should be Snoop. It should be 50. It should be Erica Badu, Jill Scott, whatever the fuck you saying. I don't know how I went off on that rant, but that was just a little sidebar, I guess, of do we hold the people in the 2000s? I'm not going to hold y'all. Like I said, $24 million COVID scam. One thing, if y'all don't know, when the feds come and grab you, you're going to do that time. So these, just a, just a free game, free advice for everybody who's doing the covid scams that is a federal crime now, don't get me wrong it's the difference between those federal crimes and getting caught with some dog food or getting caught with some coke so i'm not gonna say don't sweat it but you if, if you can do time i would rather do time for getting caught with some fucking scamming shit than some fucking hardcore drugs that was just a, that was a, a, a crazy sidebar let me let's while we on sidebars and bullshit we probably really won't care about next week let's go to kiki palmer gives y'all some advice and says the lemon water ain't cutting it and can I be honest with y'all? I'm on a fitness journey. I'm always on a fitness journey. Always trying to better my health. I totally agree with Kiki Palmer. That lemon water doesn't do shit besides make you piss way too fucking much. Like, I don't even, and I really, when I drink it, and this may be a little bit too much TMI, I don't never even think I really be had the shit like that. Like, I be trying to think about it. Like, I literally know for a fact I just drank some fucking lemon water the other day, and I literally was pissing all day. That shit make you piss like next level too much fucking piss like that shit gets so fucking annoying it'd be like bro what the fuck i need to just lay on the toilet for the rest of the day so shout out to kiki palmer for that good advice that lemon water just not gonna cut it a lemon water diet ain't gonna just do it for everybody get your ass on that treadmill 
and I'm and I'm not here to fat shame y'all. I'm just here to get y'all free game. Okay, some more bullshit. Ruby Tuesday officially files for bankruptcy and closes over 185 locations. Question for y'all: Has anybody ever in their life uh, been to Ruby Tuesdays? Me, I've never. And this ain't even on some bougie shit because I'm a red lobster motherfucker. I'm a fucking um. What's the wings at Outback? The Johnson, you can get like 20 of them Jones for damn near like, I think it's like $19. Yeah, I'm I'm one of those type of niggas, but I've never in my life been to Ruby Tuesday. So I'm, I feel like the COVID was just a bailout for them. Like, I'm sure they was going down fucking Chess Creek anyway. Some more, sh- some cooler shit. And it's, and it's kind of fucked up. But I seen people go to the racing game this weekend. So I'm not going to say that. I guess you can go to games. I don't know how many people went, but I did see. I know for a fact I seen like one female that I follow at the Redskins game. But anyway, the fucking governor of Florida, he said shit. He was going to let all 60,000. The Miami Dolphins Stadium hold 60,000 people. He said he was going to let all 60 come through that motherfucker. But the Miami Dolphin owner was like, nah, we're not going to do it like that. We'll just do 16,000. In which I kind of feel like, damn, that shit a little fucked up. Like, how they picking and choosing what cities and what states can open up and let's just say if I, i'm not a huge football fan but what if i was and what if the dolphins was like the patriots or somebody like they was a legit team that shit kind of like a, a disadvantage like what if i only get my shit like damn it empty and they got sixteen thousand, and these niggas home games gonna slap way differently from mine like they already got the one up like how the fuck are they picking and choosing how that shit work like that shit to me is like that shit ain't fair that's that shit is kind of weird and i really be wondering like how are they deciding what states and what cities can open up early period like even for here like va damn near like open wide open like i'm not even gonna hold you i got used to the mad shit but if i didn't i would have just kept going to va gyms they don't you don't even gotta wear that shit in there so it's just like how do they pick and choose like you talking about that's a 30 minute drive so how somewhere 30 minutes from me i don't gotta wear a mask and they even got clubs open in fucking va how the fuck they got clubs open in VA but can't open none and they got to be closed in DC? But but they, they I think the hours are fucking for a little bars and shit is from six to twelve. Like you only giving me a six hour window, but you letting these motherfuckers stay open until two or three in the morning. How the fuck do that work? Like that's some shit I don't know, and that's another reason why motherfuckers need to go take y'all ass to go vote. What's that November third? Make sure you out there or, or do your early shit right now. If you can go early vote and go early vote, if you can mail your ballots in, do that. Like whatever you gotta do, we. That's some shit that I do feel like, again, we need to pay attention to. And I know the politics shit, especially for black people, it gets super boring. We don't really want to pay attention to the shit. We kind of don't care about it. But at the same time, it's like, look at shit like this. I know y'all tired of wearing a mask. I like, I know mother, you can't tell me you still are fucking, you, who, you can't even go shopping like you want to. I have literally went to the mall like one time and have not been back just off the strength of the mask shit is annoying. Like, and I don't even really want to get a haircut because I be feel like I be fucking my shit up. Like, I fucking smashing my beard up every fucking day in the gym fucking with a mask on. I'm so over this shit. Like, I just know I really don't be having the motivation to go get a cut because it just be like, I ain't like, who gonna see it? Unless I record and do a fucking, and so basically I'm real live getting a haircut for Instagram. Anytime I get a haircut right now, it's for the gram because ain't nobody else gonna see this shit because when I'm outside, I gotta have a whole fucking mask on. Like, that's weird as shit. Like, that's some real live do it for the gram shit. Some more shit than motherfuckers we probably not going to care about next week. Jordan Woods is starting the OnlyFans. Jordy Woods, my bad, not Jordan. Jordy Woods. 
I got a question on how lit is her fucking OnlyFans going to be knowing she's in a relationship now with Cat. And for people who don't know who Cat is, he's the center for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Anthony, what the fuck is his name? Towns or some shit like that. I think is his real name. I don't fucking know. He's a tall ass, weird looking, light skinned nigga. He matter of fact, he looked like the nigga from Insecure, the nigga Dro. They they can't. He's a funnier looking version of that nigga. The Dro nigga is funny looking, but uh, call Anthony Towns. That's his real name. Call Anthony Towns, and they call him Cat. Is a more funnier looking nigga that. And I'm probably hating because he got fucking Jordy Woods, and she is tough. Like I wish if she was single, single with the OnlyFans. I probably still wouldn't do it because I don't trust my credit card with that shit. But I would definitely persuade one of my homeboys to get a Jordy Woods OnlyFans if she didn't have a nigga. Because I can't, like, this is a whole millionaire. How you don't need no money. He looked like a sweet ass nigga who just gonna swipe you down anyway. So I'm kind of figuring out, like, what's she about to be on that joint? Showing her fucking feet? Maybe doing like a fake cooking video naked or not even naked with like a bathing suit on? I can't see her going too fucking crazy on that joint. Uh, Drake and Bape got a collabo. I'm pretty sure that's going to sell out. So unless you're one of these motherfuckers who know how to finesse the bot shit, it's just something cool to talk about for a second. It's fire. Like, I seen the collection. And matter of fact, shout out to Drake. Drake had motherfucking Mikey Williams. For all y'all who don't know who Mikey Williams is, Google him. He's a young man who said he wanted to be one of the first top prospects to go to HBCU. He started that conversation up like in the middle of COVID. When, and I know y'all all seen that circulate. He was like, I want to have that conversation. I want of elite black athletes to actually start thinking about going to an HBCU. So that's, again, just Drake being an elite nigga, period. He had Slim. I kind of want to know, like, how does that work? Like, this nigga's still in high school, and he got a whole bait Drake fucking commercial. I don't want to get him in trouble or nothing, but I, I kind of want to know how that worked. I mean, I'm sure he could have even did it for free and just got... And just endless of that shit. That's enough for real. Literally, I would have did a fucking Drake and Bape commercial for just the fucking free clothes to keep it a buck. Um, but I just wonder how how did that one work? But like I said, again, shout outs to Drake for putting him in the joint and then even putting it on his Instagram page. And that shit to me, again, that goes back to a conversation I had a long ass time ago. It's like that's the cool thing about social media where it's like you can build your kids up on social media and not with the the while forcing youtube shit i'm talking about like if your kid is an athlete and they're really great at playing whatever sport they play you could real live really put them on your social media and promote them like to the next level and that's just perfect example with his young and he already got a million plus some fucking followers and now he on drake instagram page playing basketball and talking like talking behind him actually playing like i don't like what other better commercial could you get as a high schooler, I'm on Drake's page rocking a OVO bait collabo. Like that to me right there, that's like, no, that's better than damn it for some commercial that some of the niggas in the NBA got right now. So it's just like the power of social media. Again, that's why I hate to even downplay it. Like we can just, you can all, oh, you can use that shit to do anything now. Like it's people who listening to this. I'm in PG County right now, and there's somebody in Seattle listening to this motherfucker. This motherfucker's in Atlanta listening to this. This is all via social media. Lakers and Sears. Tyler Hero, superhero, guitar hero. Lakers and Sears. Tyler Hero, superhero, guitar hero. Lakers. 
I just had to rub that in y'all face a little bit. Hey, real quick though, y'all know what's the craziest thing, Mo? I wouldn't have did it this far. I definitely was pissed when Daddy Green missed the three. But Mo, people was real live threatening this man, fucking fiance on social media, saying they was gonna pull up and do all types of crazy shit to her. I want to say sports ain't that serious. But then again, I get it. Sports is that serious. Not to threaten the man wife, but you could have dragged him on, on social media. But I don't know if you want to. I'm not. Yeah, because then I'm, I guess I'm, I'm being a hypocrite. If I say sport, yeah, I, I don't. I, I wouldn't do it. Me personally, I wouldn't do it. I'm just not a fan of even really like doing that type of shit to, to celebrity motherfuckers in general anyway. But I just I had to throw that clip in it. I fuck with Uncle Uncle Shay Shay. Welcome to Club Shay Shay. If y'all follow sports, y'all know who Shannon Shop is. A matter of fact, even if you're not really into sports and if you just always want a good laugh, like with some black sports comedy kind of relief to it, you should follow Shannon Shop. Like he definitely he always gonna do some trolling cool like old head nigga shit. He gonna always give you a good old head nigga laughing. They got something to do with sports. So even if you're not a, a strong sports fan, but if you like just a, like a good laugh here and there, go follow fucking Shannon Shop on Instagram. And and this, I'm a, so I don't know how I almost forgot about this fucking topic though, and I almost let this scathing hot take and kind of toxic. I want to cry, and I think women are slime balls. I don't know if y'all caught this story, but it was floating on the internet that um, Lori Harvey and Future was getting back together and it may be a rumor that she was pregnant. That same week that that rumor, let's say that rumor floated on the internet Tuesday. By Thursday, it was a rumor that she was out dating fucking, uh, out seeing in Miami, getting cozy with Akon's brother, Boo for people who are really familiar with the hip-hop shit and he go by black boo jeezy and rapped about him. matter of fact i think he helped even jeezy get a deal or some shit like that again ladies and maybe a few minutes ago i said y'all are slime y'all should start saying slat and all that this is the key reason again it goes back to when future and drake said i want to hide you for the world i i get it like and 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 nobody's and that was going to be rumored for Future's tenth baby mother. That alone is some shit I don't even feel like talking about today. But that is like, come on. Like again, that just it, it can be me being naive, Mikey again. When it goes to the like, even for it to be a rumor of you maybe being pregnant, and then you out on a town with a whole nother nigga. That type of shit breaks my heart. And fellas, it's, when you hear these type of stories, whatever woman you dealing with, send her these little links and just pick her brain and see where she at with it. Like see, see what, she, what her clap back is, what she gonna tell you how she feel about that shit. Cause I do feel like you can kinda get a feeling of what type of person you dealing with by just sending them those type of little things. And I, and I, I got a question for y'all, sidebar. Do you feel like that's like a form of like relationship shit? If y'all share Instagram like topics and stuff like that, like shit y'all see on the timeline, like do you kind of send that to the dude or the woman that you're dealing with the most? I guess I'm really talking to the lady. So do y'all send that to your dude? Like, is that a way for you to kind of let niggas know, like, I really fuck with you by me sending you the, uh, 
sending you the Instagram shit, like whatever the hot topic is to pick your brain, is that like a form of like dating? And I guess, um, is that a love language? Is that a new love language? But again, when I seen that one, that shit kind of broke my heart. But I, in, 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 in high, uh, like in happy news, shout outs to DJ Mustard. He got married to his longtime girlfriend. Shout outs to Mustard for that one. I kind of want to go down a different path, which I was, it's, it's not dark, but it's kind of another reason why I feel like we should like vote and always even use our voice. And, and I don't never want to just use my voice in this platform just to talk about relationships. Shit, I kind of want to always heighten other things that's going on in the black community. Again, that's why it's both your podcast because this is a black community shit. Over the weekend, Megan Thee Stallion made her Saturday Night Live performance political, highlighting the words protect black women behind her on the set during her song Savage, and as well including audio of activist Tamika Mallory's scathing takedown of the Breonna Taylor indictment news. We need to protect our black women and love our black women. Because at the end of the day, we need our black women. And the powerful performance was not taken kindly by Kentucky Attorney General Daniel Cameron, who shared his thoughts on Fox News, Fox and Friends Tuesday morning. Well, let me just say I agree that we need to love and protect our black women. Uh, There's no question about that. Uh, But the fact that someone would get on national television uh, and make disparaging comments about me because I'm simply trying to do my job uh, is disgusting. Cameron, the first black attorney. Uh, just like, because I know I haven't, I know I ain't, I haven't voiced my opinion on that particular nigga and that type of nigga. And when, when I always see black women say, why do black men like they inform women and white women? And I always tell women it's that type of nigga, like Google him. Google, Google this guy, whatever fuck, what is his name? Fucking Daniel Cameron. He's the fucking uh, Kentucky's AG, whatever the fuck that is. Just Google him. That's the type of nigga who dates white women. And I ain't talking about the elite, like Kim Kardashian type of white women who giving you like black swag. I'm not talking about them. And for the white women who do listen because you feel like I'm a handsome nigga. This ain't no shady. I don't take this no type of way. But it's that type of nigga. And he ain't even a nigga. That's a type of black man. Cause like, I feel like for certain black people, you can't even call them a nigga cause they not even cool enough to be a nigga. He, he's one of those type of black men that where it just be like, if you invite, don't ever invite me to your Thanksgiving. If your fucking family giving these type of teas, like if that's y'all vibe and that's what y'all giving, I'm cool. Like let's, let's not do the holidays. Let's go to my family shit. Cause you ain't never in your life. Got to worry about bumping into one of those type of black motherfuckers at no type of function that I'm going to be at. I don't want no parts. I don't want to be nowhere near that type of black man. Again, listen to what I'm using. I'm not calling him a nigga because he's not a nigga. He's not cool enough to be a nigga. Let's be clear. He's a black man. He's that type of weird motherfucker, like suit and tie tapping. Like, nah, I'm cool on that shit. 
like that type of shit is a fuck no stay the fuck away from me i don't want to be around them type of motherfuckers that's the type of motherfucker who gonna snitch on you and it can be absolutely nothing y'all are not even facing time y'all facing six months he's gonna tell he's gonna be a tattletale he's a rat type of that's the vibe he give he just looked uppity he don't even had a cool suits again before i went to this i'm talking about shannon shop go look at shannon shop he wear the cool suits he wear the suits where it's like oh you respect the old head in the suit that shit this nigga be having on he looks like a brooks brothers one of them type of carlton banks type of niggas and not carlton now being uh chris paul on the fucking commercial he's fucking carlton on the fresh prince like nobody wanted to be carlton nobody thought carlton was cool like he's one of them type of nah so ladies when y'all be like oh black men don't love black that's the type of black man again i'm never gonna call him a nigga because he's not cool enough he's the type of black guy who will go fucking date a white woman He's and I'm and like I said in in like the Heller, Hillary Swank, not one of the fire Kardashian type of Jones. He's one of the date like the other kind, the kind that the the Karens. Like he's one of them type of niggas. Like he like yeah, it's just I can't. And shout out to Meg for using her. Like that's a different level of platform. Like that platform is like SNL. Like don't get me wrong, Meg got millions of followers, so we you feel like we have the biggest platforms. But sometimes it's when you do cool black shit on a large white platform that shit speaks more volumes than even doing that at the bet awards and that's not to knock the bet awards or no shit like that but snl reaches a different group of motherfuckers that's even like with the WNBA and the nba putting black lives matter on the court and people try to you have your little nitpickers who try to say shit about it but you have to understand to even have that on the court the entire season in the nba jump it's like don't get it twisted i know with black people especially with nba we feel like we're the only people watching it but that's not realistic it's white motherfuckers who watching it and some of those cities like oklahoma and fucking boston and shit like that when their teams those motherfuckers are racist they go to them games let's be clear do your fucking homework fucking bill russell will tell you when he played for the fucking celtics them fucking white people will still call him a nigga so for that shit to be on black lives matter on that fucking court that shit means something different and for motherfuckers like this dude he won't never understand that so again shout outs to meg the stallion for using her platform to fucking jive like just uplift black women and again i all i'm gonna always i don't care what shape what size whatever we'll have our jokes amongst each other whenever but realistically on a public you gotta always big up black women and the more i feel like the more you big up black women don't get me wrong fellas they gonna give you their mouth and they gonna talk crazy to y'all but they gonna still at the end of the day those are the women who want uplift you and hold you down when you at your worst behavior so you at all times you got to find different ways to protect them and make them feel safe and again ladies i always hope this is a safe space for y'all where you feel comfortable and, and enjoy some toxic shit so i'm just just to wind it down and, and, and like i said whenever we go to those like um darker conversations or conversations is not as um i guess I don't, I don't even know how to how to word it the right way but just just to ch change the mood and the tempo we're gonna switch it up a little bit and get y'all about it Again, shout outs to Meg the Stallion. Let's make this transaction nice and smooth. A little bit of we gonna this a this a mini Meg mix. Just we gonna make this transition real smooth. Give you a little bit of. Dance, trying to bow till I fall. 
Running from his bitch, he gon' come when I call. If it ain't about money, then you know I ain't involved. Worry about these motherfucking haters, not at all. Nine times out of ten, I'm the realest bitch you know. If you ain't wanna pimp, then what you fucking with me for? If you ballin', then you know it, then let the money show. If he actin' scared to spin it, I'ma show him to the door. Can't I shake with it? Shake the shake with it. And if the beat hard, you know you made it. Man, shout out to fucking Meg Thee Stallion. All drunk already, mind you. I'm outside. My weapon is in the car. Tori and Meg get the arguing. Kylie's outside at the pool still. Tori and uh, the girl in the car start arguing. Meg walk out because she find out such and such. Tori been messing with both of the women in the car. You know how that go already. Tori got in trouble. Meg hops off the car. Tori and the girl fighting over the gun. Excuse me. Tori and the girl fighting over the gun. The gun accidentally goes off because Tori already knows what the girl is trying to do with the gun. She's trying to shoot Megan. The gun accidentally goes off in the midst of them fighting for it. And the girl shoots. And the bullet accidentally gets near Megan. That's why it didn't hit no tendon. Because it grazed her. It didn't actually hit her. She's lying like it hit her. Get back to that timeline real quick. So we know exactly what happened and why. Alright. So, so with, with that shit being said... I really don't know how to feel. I don't know how to feel. I don't know how to think. I kind of, I'm to the point where I'm, I'm kind of over the whole situation at all, just because it just be like, and the fucked up part about it is it's like, okay, because Meg is still out living her best fucking life, like best fucking life. Like if that was your ex, you will be tight as shit. Like, can't, I'm going to go on a tangent real quick and just, let's be real. If Meg was your ex, how fucking mad would you be every time you look at her Instagram? Like, let uh, just a petty. I'm showing all of us just a little bit, and some of y'all may not agree with me, but I don't give a fuck. You kind of want to see your ex. I don't necessarily even want to see you do bad. I want to see you stay at a certain level, and let's just make it even on a smaller scale. And I, I don't care. Judge me. I'm gonna put myself out there to be judged. Let's say if you was ex of mine. And sometimes I don't mind going to your Instagram page and I get a satisfied, I get a satisfied of you not getting a lot of likes. I'm not going to put a number on it because I don't want motherfuckers to feel like I'm talking to a, a, a Pacific person. But if it's way beneath, like, oh, it's just like average and you only got like two comments and it's like your homegirl and a, a weird ass nigga, I don't give a fuck. I'm happy. If Meg was my ex, bro. I probably would be on suicide watch. You definitely have to check on me through the whole entire. Check on me until fucking March fucking 15, whenever the fuck the quarantine shit would have been at a year. I would feel some type of way because she's living her best fucking life. And the fucked up part about it is I feel like that's one of the reasons why people didn't take the case as serious. But the shit is, I feel like to this point now, it's like y'all just dragging the shit. It's like, all right, the nigga got charged. And for people who don't know, Troy, Tory Lanez is facing a maximum of 22 years i'm sure he probably won't get the 22 the way they're gonna try to come out and tell the stories now and the fucking crazy thing is i wondered were the police already investigating him trying to or 
which a lot of people got to pay attention to, the court of public opinion damn near is more important than the fucking judgment of the fucking court. Perfect example, Bill Cosby. Fucking, uh, what's the other nigga? Harvey Weinstein. R. Kelly. Like, you got to think about it. They didn't put that press on R. Kelly until the fucking surviving R. Kelly shit came out. Like, the louder it get on social media, that's when motherfuckers feel like, oh, we got to make some shape. So, trust and believe, Tory Lanez ain't going, I don't give a fuck what he trying to do and the picture he trying to paint out. This shit already been too loud on on for, for on Meg's side. He, you gonna do sometime. You may not do a lot of time, but you definitely gonna do sometime for sure. Like, and it's crazy because if that was the story and that's how it went out, that's again niggas trying to stand on some like, bro, that's not no street code. I'm not. Is no way. And listen to me. Listen to my voice clearly. You can call it snitching. You can call it whatever you want. Is no way in hell at the level Tory Lanez was on his way to doing the harder fucking. Uh, the COVID shit with the fucking quarantine radio, I would have threw my career away for, especially for the non-famous bitch, Meg friend, if I, if that's the truth and he felt like they was up going over a gun and the shit went off and she did it, bro, suck my dick. I'm just now, I'm never throwing my whole career away from some, for some random. She's a whole random random. Man, you better, you're a friend of a friend. Get the fuck out of here. It would never in my life happen. I'm sorry. Y'all can get the fuck on up out of here with that one. That one ain't gonna work. But I ain't even gonna hold y'all too much on that one. But we want to let's stick to rappers doing wild shit. This I'm not. I'm, I'm sure I, I shouted this young nigga out a while ago. His name is Pooh Shiesty. I'm gonna play this clip for, uh, as a news clip. He got into some shit, and we can talk about again why we maybe shouldn't hold a lot of quote unquote celebrities to a certain standard because a lot of these motherfuckers are still regular people doing regular nigga shit. Police say the shots rang out during a drug deal gone bad. And after a chaotic afternoon in an exclusive South Florida neighborhood, police say the shots rang out during a drug deal gone bad in Bay Harbor Islands, and two people were hit. One of the victims driving them. All right, I don't. I just I thought that was the whole clip. That was just one of them random ass YouTube niggas finessing his fucking views. He got me right there. I apologize, y'all. But anyway, a young nigga Pooh Shiesty. He basically he signed to fucking uh he signed to uh the Gucci Man New Ten Seventeen record label, and he's still affiliated with like Moneybag Yo, in some type of way. I don't I don't know exactly the affiliations, but if y'all don't, and the reason why I said this young nigga had to be a kind of official nigga. I'm sure I said this before, but I can't remember if I said it on here the way you know that he's kind of official because Gaddy and Gucci don't fuck with each other at all. So for this young nigga to be able to be affiliated with Moneybag Yo and still sign the Gucci man and then end up having Moneybag Yo on the fucking, uh, on the, that 10, whatever that Gucci man project was, what was that? 10, 17, summer, whatever the fuck that trash ass project was for him to even have him on there. That let me know this young nigga had to be official and he had to carry some type of weight in the street where Gucci still allowed this. And even your guy, allowed money back to be on a Gucci project. So with that being said, this young nigga basically shot two niggas. Uh, I don't know. If, I can't remember if one of them died or some shit. I don't think so. I think both of them probably was in the hospital in critical condition and he, and he fled the police. Young I'm hot, like got millions of views on YouTube. He had hot songs like the nigga crank for real. I may play one of his jumps before we close this motherfucker out, but he actually cranked 
and he shot two niggas in the middle of a drug deal. And that again goes back to the conversation we were just having a few minutes ago. I don't know if we should hold celebrities to a certain standard too early or too late. Like, because they are still humans and motherfuckers do have bills and we and still make different situations for money. And then sometimes it's like, again, it goes back to the question I was asking a few minutes ago. Sometimes is that monetary stuff? Because him, that's him not having patience. Him still doing drug transactions and you have a whole music deal. That's basically you not having no patience. You so in rush to get a fucking bag that you got a fucking, you still out here trapping and banging. And it's not just like this. This is you are a step above some local rapper shit. So because if you go on money bag, your page right now. His, out of his last 10 posts, five or six of them motherfuckers is him promoting the young nigga who got endless songs with the Pooh Shiesty nigga. I think it's a nigga called Big 30. And they all from Memphis. Go on money bag, your page right now. Literally. So this is not like y'all a step above some local rapper shit. Like this young nigga was literally was featured on the new Gucci, like all over the new Gucci project. And he was on the money bag and fucking black youngster jump. So it's just like you, you don't have enough patience to wait that process out. Did you still out here busting jugs and then a jug going bad? And then you tell me you didn't just left two niggas in critical condition. You can cancel Christmas. When the lady in the news report say your name over the jump, it's a dub for you, nigga. You're going to have to run for the rest of your life or you had to get yourself in and then what? It's over. Just because, it's, again, it goes to the materialistic shit, because that's all it is. You need some right now money in your pocket right this second. You couldn't say, fuck the streets, I'm going to wait this music shit out. And you a smaller rapper. Smaller rappers and celebrity and like BC-less celebrities, they doing fucking shows right now. Matter of fact, I just seen a fucking clip of fucking Mulatto doing a fucking concert somewhere. This ain't even a show. This is a whole concert. Like, this motherfucker look like it's like 2,000 motherfuckers in this joint. Matter of fact, I want to even like, play the clip a little bit. So y'all can fucking, you can even get a feel of them rapping her shit back to her. Like, I don't know if you can catch it, but just let me play it. And you can see how this, how this shit is like deep, deep. Go on her page. You, and you can hear, that's not like three people rapping her shit back to back. That's at least a, I'm going to say anywhere between 700 to 1,000 motherfuckers rapping her shit word for word, no mask on. Again, that kind of goes back to another point of mine. How the fuck are they picking and choosing what cities and states can just live their best fucking life and the fucking rest of us got to be on fucking um, house arrest? Hey, you you guys, you guys shout out to people real quick. I'm recording right now. Just go just tell the people who you is real quick, like two seconds. Yes, sir. Ski. It's Hollywood Reds here. DJ Hollywood Reds, you know. If you know me from the old me, XIB Reds. And if you know me from the new school, Minnesota Vikings, Chicago Bears, Krishan Rose. Yes, sir. Do your Googles. Hey, give me like, will you, give me like, uh, I'm almost done. Give me like 20 minutes. I'm going to call you right back. All right, man. All right, so just sidebar before I let, let y'all rap. Oh, yeah, I had a good-ass fucking question for y'all question of the day and i probably should have said this shit even earlier why when motherfuckers break up or get in get out of an old situation get into a new situation why are we two things why are we in such a rush to post did you into something new on social media and two the bigger picture is why y'all be so why even, i'm not gonna say y'all yeah, I'm going to say y'all because I haven't done it before. Why y'all be so pressed to motherfucking show that y'all like on a vacay or something? 
it could be a it don't matter what kind of AK it is. It could be a quick one, a real one, anything. You want to show off that you are on a fucking vacay with your new bay. Like you could have literally just got out of a situation two weeks ago. It, two weeks later, when you get into that new situation, why are you geeking so fucking hard to prove a point that you're happy in your new situation? I need fucking answers. I'm going to wait. I want to know, like, why is that a thing? I know it's a thing because I can't remember where I found this conversation from, but I seen it. And I want to know why is it a thing? And one other thing. Shout outs to all the women. On, shout outs to all the men who lost women because you didn't put enough pressure. That's the word. Men aren't applying enough pressure on a good woman when you had a chance and you lose it to another nigga. I seen this conversation go on spiritual world and I know I'm coming with y'all back to back. I'm not trying to rush y'all and have y'all going away, but I'm just trying to get my thoughts off where I got them. And the nigga said, why should I have to apply pressure? Why can't the, the feelings be mutual? Why can't we build? So it's not it's like me applying pressure. sounds like I'm harassing you. I'm stalking you. I'm on your heels too hard for the people in the DMV. Why I have to be on your heels so much for, for it to be reminisced. And don't get me wrong, ladies, I get it. And I'm, and I'm, and I have felt victim to this before I get a girl number. Ah, oh, you probably really fuck with her. You like her, but I'm just a cool nigga. Uh, like I said, I'm not a double texter. So you, she probably want to go out a lot. I ain't, I'm not applying that pressure on man. What's up? When you trying to link up, you trying to go out tomorrow. That's not me. I'm just dragging my feet. I'm I'm trying to text. I'm trying to text my way in into some drawers. So, but then it's another nigga. She, she don't get me wrong. If it's no, if she not entertain. This is how you know when women ain't entertaining nobody else. She a fucking hold a fucking a twelve page letter. If she get, if she let you do that, my nigga, you good money. But then after when she start acting funny and and slowing down on the text speed, two things happen. She tired of fucking texting your ass and she and, and she just over it. Or another nigga has applied the pressure where he's trying to put dates on this shit. When you want to go out, when you want to do this, that, and the third. That is the definition of applying pressure. And that is some niggas, we got to be real. You not applying enough pressure. And you can't be mad. Especially again, that goes back to what I said a long time ago. You want to hide or take that social media away so you can take your time and build something. I get it. But at the same time, if it's a beautiful woman and she like that Insta story, bro, it's 30 niggas right there. Every time it's 30 niggas there. I feel like I'm not even exaggerating. I feel like if you got a thousand followers, you at least got 30 niggas in your DM. Not saying it's the 30 niggas that you want, but I'm sure if you got at least a thousand followers, you got 30 niggas. And don't get me wrong. I know it's a couple females who listen to this motherfucker who may only got 500 followers and they are tough. They just don't play the social media hard. But I'm sure every time they get on that motherfucker, it's 50 niggas in their DM because that's how tough they are. So out of that five, they're 10% racial of every time they poke niggas is in their shit. Those niggas is applying pressure. So I, I kind of like I, I'm torn between the two. Should I fucking really apply pressure if I really like you or do I want it to just take my time and let it come naturally? I don't get it. But then again, it goes back to the question I just asked two seconds ago. Why soon as you get into your new shit, you so you I feel like that's the go to for women. When you really want to stick it to a nigga. I sometimes I question that shit a lot, especially if it's a new relationship. Are you really happy with this nigga? 
or you really just trying to say fuck whoever the last nigga you was with because soon you quick you want it to be known you want motherfuckers to see you out on a vacation or a vacation whatever y'all calling that shit right now you want it to be known. You want motherfuckers to know. Because it ain't with the homegirls. We all know what the homegirl shit is like. So when you out on a new trip you want motherfuckers to see. And you happy. You having the time of your life. You smiling from ear to ear. Hey, babe, look at me. Uh-huh. New boo got me out here. Y'all ain't even going away because let's keep it a buck. All the cool, like the legit shit that was like the go-to shit before the COVID shit. The cool fly Instagram shit is not the shit that motherfuckers is doing right now. So you really trying to prove a point right now, like posting the like, that's like you're you trying to prove something because you ain't on some elite shit. You want some shit that most of us wouldn't even want to do if it wasn't COVID. So that rushing that go to my question is why? What is it? Explain it to me. I just want to know what that form like that thought pattern is when you be like, new boo, who is this? We out on such and such. I just want to know. Just little thoughts, just me having fun. I'm I'm running the solo dolo. This is this is my fourth ring. This is my LeBron situation. Again, I'm I'm gonna close out with that. LeBron James is the greatest motherfucking thing we have seen. Remember this. Tell your kids about this. You're gonna be able to tell your grandkids. You got to see LeBron James. Oh, remember I told y'all earlier, LeBron James and his son will win a championship together. And I'm, and I'm going to end on that note. I'm going to find a song to close it out for y'all because I think that was pretty much all my topics. I think I ran through everything. All the good ones. Just let me double check. While I'm double checking, let me, I'm, I'm, I'm going to play y'all some fucking music while, while I double. This, this, this see, this one you got to play shit that niggas ain't really signed for real. And you can just let them go. All right, real quick before I get the fuck out of here, why y'all going so hard on uh, what's fabulous uh, 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 daughter or stepdaughter? Like motherfuckers try to drag her for getting G Herbo a motherfucking um a hundred thousand dollar truck, and that's the corny shit about social media that I hate. It be motherfuckers tearing her. Oh, you got her that you got him that week, bro. You don't drive a hundred thousand dollar car. Why are you mad about? She don't have a rap song out. She don't got a TV show. She ain't on. Where the fuck is she even getting a hundred bands from? So the fact that she can even get this nigga $100,000 truck, why y'all on her dick? Like, what the fuck? Y'all got to relax. Especially if you don't own a $100,000 car, you cannot shit on somebody else for giving somebody a $100,000 gift and you don't have a $100,000 whip. Make that stupid shit make sense. And like, yeah, that shit just don't make sense to me. Uh, uh, it really don't make sense. Oh, well. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely gone. I just want to thank y'all again for tuning in to another motherfucking episode of Bulcher Podcast. And like I said, this was one of them solo dolo ones. This was my playoff LeBron game. This is finals LeBron game, a.k.a. Young Gentleman Sweep. He 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 extended the gym. That was the the, the 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 championship jump was like the extended stay. 
he he took Miami to the extended stay. Like it was full one gentleman sweep ish because the game six was like beat your ass by 30. Y'all want to watch fucking whatever Sunday night football game. You can cut this shit off early. We was done with you niggas in the second quarter. One of those type of nights. Like niggas, like if you was a Heat fan, you probably would have been like, I wish Danny Green would have hit that three now. One of those type of ass whoopings. We're going to end this. I'm going to close this down with, I think designer, he he ain't on no label no more. They kicked him off a good music, so we should be good with this. Let me, let me, this is some new designer. Again, thank y'all again for tuning into the number one podcast in the universe. And I'm going to close this motherfucker out with some new designer. New designer, new designer.